This is the FS Tech Podcast. Hello and welcome to the FS Tech Podcast. I'm Peter Walker, the editor of FS Tech. Now, as financial services organizations are forced to accelerate digital transformation initiatives to meet consumer and colleague demand for mobile and remote access to apps and sites, many are moving their tech and culture to DevOps. Uh, development and operations have never been more crucial to the running of a modern financial firm. And then throw in the rising need for cybersecurity protections, and you've got DevSecOps. Cloud-based, agile, uh, and often automated with forms of artificial intelligence, this business methodology is increasingly separating the winners from the losers in sectors like banking and payments. So to drill down into the biggest issues in this emerging area, today I'm talking to a couple of experts from the software security company Checkmarks. We've got their director of product management, uh, Yael Jose, and their UK sales engineering team leader, Andrew Thompson. So welcome both. Hey, thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter. Nice to be here. Cheers. Okay. Well, look, let's let's get straight into the questions then. Um, I suppose, first of all, can you give me a bit of background on how DevOps and DevSecOps usage has kind of grown recently within financial services, uh, Yael? So sure, Peter. So today's software world is all about fast development and fast release cycle. And in order for that to happen, the organization need to make sure that they automate all their processes. They need to automate the compilation and commit, automate testing, automate the deployment, uh, automate uh, releases on production. And this is the DevOps. And now let's add to this the raising need for security protection for the applications that everyone understands its necessity, and we get DevSecOps. So DevSecOps improves the team's ability to detect and mitigate the threats to security issues early in the development process. Now, if we are looking especially on the financial services world, uh, we know that there is an increasing need for the digital business experience, as you said, and along with that, we can see that there is an increasing challenge around application security threats. Uh, we can see in the Forrester report that 42% of external attacks were carried out because of software vulnerabilities. Today, there are more and more financial services that understand that, and they are adopting the DevSecOps into their organization in order to address those security challenges. So clearly digital transformation, cloud adoption and automation have accelerated during the COVID crisis. Um, could you share kind of what's happening in the markets, uh, Yael? So 2020 was a year of a massive digital transformation worldwide due to the COVID-19 and banks and financial service included. Deloitte reported that 77% of the CEO reported that the COVID-19 crisis accelerated the digital transformation plans we can see that many companies were jumped high to into the cloud and without the right knowledge. Uh, so this is a good opportunity for us in Checkmarks to bridge this gap for those companies. Okay, uh, Andrew, did you have any uh, points on this? So I would say that with the need for remote work, development organizations are even more reliant on Checkmarks due to the 
the new normal associated with remote development. So uh, applications or development processes that were not designed for remote development uh, are now thrust into a new arena. And it is paramount that these processes and technologies have a, have a very effective security posture. So if we look at the uh, Verizon 2020 data breach investigations report, we see that the business risk continues to grow in this financial services area. Web applications were a, a top cybersecurity attack target used against financial and insurance in institutions with something like so 1,509 incidents in 2019 alone. So with all the digital transformation, just imagine what the 2021 report is gonna look like. Additionally, banks have been digitized. Recent figures by UK Finance found that card and contactless payments made up half of all payments, something like 51% in the UK in 2019. Breaking that down, it's 25 to 34 year olds were the least likely in the UK to use cash, according to the uh, Elevon research, with just one in 20 seeking to pay using coins and notes. But the most likely to use cash were 45 to 54 year olds. Even so, they're still more than five times likely to use contactless and card payments. Okay, yeah. I mean, you mentioned kind of digital transformation there. It seems like digital platforms of various sorts seem to be a big play for incumbent institutions at the moment. Are they succeeding in trying to catch up with the more nimble kind of uh, mobile digital challenges, uh, Andrew? Yeah, absolutely. So digital platforms as they relate to DevOps uh, are still evolving and will continue to evolve to support DevOps initiatives. We have already seen modernization in application security testing technologies to help support DevOps initiatives. For example, our own CXSAS solution has incremental scanning to speed up delivery of the results. And DAST has modernized into the new IAST, or Interactive Application Security Testing Technologies. Okay, uh, Yael, do you have any views on this one? Uh, yes, I would like to add that uh, this is where we, Checkmarks, come in. Uh, we provide the AppSec manager and their team the solution that will help them scale up with the security, with the security challenge. Because of the digital transformation, banks and financial services are creating more and more code and doing it faster. Uh, this means that the security is not a focus for them. And this is where the DevSecOps come in place. For this reason, the DevSecOps is only possible if it's a part of the development workflow. One of the solutions that we provide in Checkmarks is a CXFlow. CXFlow provides integration into the source repository that allows to automate the process of scanning the code. The scanning is being triggered by the repository on different events like pull requests and allow the scan to be early as possible, but also does not depend on manual process for the, of the developers, but is being automated. CXFlow also provide a continuous feedback to the developers in their day-to-day -day working tool in GitHub, in GitLab, in Jira, and so on. It provides the developer a specific actionable item to work on in order to make sure that the application is working on will comply with the security policy of the organization. 
That way, we reduce the friction between the developers and the security team. Okay, and and I suppose presumably, kind of going agile is is quite a quite a cultural shift for some teams. How have traditional firms tackled that, and is it training of, of existing people or kind of hiring specialists in, Andrew? Well, I think we have to define what is agile. Are we talking about a software development methodology or being flexible to change? Agile is a very broad term. So the first thing we need to understand is what do we mean by agile? For instance, if we're developing a web application, you may want to do regular drops of code to production. Amazon, for instance, is delivering code to production every 11.6 seconds. This strongly intimates a process where a feature is developed, tested, and then delivered as part of a strict DevOps pipeline. And it's probably the epitome of what most people think an agile project should be like. But this can't suit all software. If you have a software application that is delivered to a customer and installed on premise, then maybe you can only expect that customer to upgrade once or twice a year. The development process can still be agile. However, it will be different to Amazon, for example. So to answer the question, I do see that there is a need for specialist consultants to lead initial agile projects to help define what is the correct agile process for that company and help implement it in the most efficient manner. And training of existing employees definitely should be part of that process. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I suppose as for the, the security side of things, it appears that hackers are taking advantage of kind of disparate teams in, in remote work. Um, how is the DevSecOps approach helping with that? Well, I assume that by disparate teams, we're talking about separate development and security teams. This in itself implies separate processes, uh, often with security being more or less an afterthought and even part of the final stages of testing, if it's done at all. Now, the only way that organizations keep up with security initiatives associated with DevOps is through integration and automation of AST technologies. Manual processes just don't work and can't keep up with the speed of DevOps. Now, by all means, there should be a security team guiding the principles of security design and testing. However, these should be closely shadowed by security champions within the development team itself. So the security team will define what parameters are applied to application security testing. However, the champions are the ones to review results and discuss those with their team. Having security champions as part of the development team will help with the adoption of any AppSec program as it's breaking down the them and us culture. Okay, and it seems like as more and more financial services firms are moving to agile development, automation has become critical to reduce time to market. What's the solution here? One that keeps both developers satisfied and security teams happy? Well, to fit into this new platform, vendors such as Checkmarks need to provide easy plug and play solutions. It's therefore becoming a, a lot easier to run DevOps programs than five or 10 years ago. So Checkmarks has six flow and 
in general, all integration and automation suites really support banks and financial services that want to adopt uh, DevSecOps. Okay, and I suppose just as, as a kind of final question, looking to the future, what, what do you think is the overarching trend? Will banks continue to outsource for DevOps tools and support, or do you see some trying to bring it in-house and do it themselves? Well, I see it as, as a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, large banks typically have very robust DevOps programs that are run in-house, whereas maybe smaller regional or local banks don't have the expertise to run it themselves. So they'll look to outsource to a, a trusted partner. We also have to look at the ethos of the company. Do they also outsource development and testing, restricting themselves to perhaps just their core business activities? The companies that outsource development will also be looking to that supplier to be modern and efficient, which naturally requires a DevOps process managed by that supplier. Where development is in-house, then we can see DevOps consultants being employed to bootstrap uh, initial DevOps initiatives. It's also a question of how complex the CICD process is. Initial DevOps pro projects would have relied heavily on scripts and other dark arts, whereas today we have these pipeline technologies being made available in the likes of GitHub and Azure DevOps at many other platforms. So to fit into this new platform, vendors such as Checkmarks need to provide easy plug and play solutions. Uh, it's therefore becoming a lot easier to run DevOps programs, as I said before, than 10 or even five years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I, I think those were most of the questions I had. Um, it's, it's, been, it's been great to speak to you. Uh, I, I gather there's going to be a, a link to a relevant white paper on the podcast page uh, for this. Uh, but is there anywhere else you guys would like to kind of send our listeners? Uh, yeah, I mean, please feel free to visit our website, checkmarks.com. Uh, we have a link up the top to uh, many different resources, which uh, I'm sure your listeners will find of interest to review. Brilliant. Okay, well, thank you very much, Andrew and Yael. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter. Thank you for listening to the FS Tech Podcast.